Hi everybody, this is Dr. J with Dr. J Astrology, and this is my first um, episode of my podcast that I'm uh, beginning with, so I've never done this before, so um, <laughs> it could be a little awkward at times, so I do apologize, but um, yeah, basically I... Uh, I'll just kind of give a little bit of an introduction to myself, but I got into astrology about four years ago, approaching my four-year anniversary, and that's not including a past life experience, but for those who do believe in that, but um, anyways, <clears throat> I, uh, I had gotten into Myers-Briggs type indicator before that and really loved that, but then once I found astrology, it was like on whole nother level of uh, passion, but anyways, um, <clears throat> I am, uh, I am very passionate about it, and I enjoy talking about it, I mean, I could talk about it all day, <laughs> you can ask, well, my friends could, uh, attest to that, and, um, it is kind of like, I'm a Gemini, 8th house son, but it is almost like, um, speaking another language, which, you know, Gemini is kind of known for, which is interesting, but, um, I thought since the full moon is, um, coming fast upon us in two days, I could talk about that a little bit. <clears throat> so, um... The sun is at 20 degrees Aquarius, and then, of course, it's always an exact opposite, so, or opposition, I should say, and so it's, the uh, moon is at 20 degrees Leo, because um, with the full moon, it's always, the moon's always opposite um, the sun, so, there's kind of um, a lot going on with this full moon, um, so... With whoever's listening, hopefully you have at least a um, somewhat, you know, kind of the um, the gist, the basics to astrology. So I guess I'm going to assume that you do know, like, a little bit about the zodiac and the flavors of each sign and the planets a little bit. Um, but, um, anyways, um, so... What's interesting, um, there's just a lot going on with this one. Um, you, Neptune's involved, um, Mercury, Mars, and then you have, um, we're kind of having like a, I don't want to say a do-over, but a return of the Capricorn energy with um, Saturn, Pluto, and Jupiter being conjunct. Like they were... Um, this past full moon. So we're kind of seeing a comeback of that energy. And what's interesting is it's actually Saturn is ruling this entire, um, full moon because, um, the sun's in Aquarius, the moon's in Leo. And then the moon is, you know, it's opposite the sun, but it's being ruled by the sun too, because Leo is ruled by the sun. And then the sun is in Aquarius, 
which is ruled by Uranus and Saturn. But Saturn's in his own sign right now, Capricorn. So Saturn's kind of like the big dog of this um, <laughs> this uh, full moon. And so it's kind of like the... It's sort of, yeah, it's kind of like ruling this um, full moon, you could say, in a way. And, um, you know, Pluto's there and Jupiter, so there's kind of like those continuing themes of um, boundaries and authority being checked by Pluto, being like torn down to be rebuilt and um, transformed. And then there's also an element of expansion with Jupiter there, you know, and um, philosophy too, um, new perspectives, because Jupiter lends new perspectives that we maybe didn't see before as well. And so it's very, it's very powerful. Um, you know, um, being there with Saturn. And uh, so I'll come back to that, but I want to talk about too how um, Neptune and Mercury are involved because um, I'm forgetting the degrees, but the exact degrees, but um, they are forming an in conjunction with the moon, which is. Um, most astrologers consider it a minor aspect in astrology. If you're familiar with aspects in astrology, um, there's major and minor aspects. But most people, most astrologers focus on the um, opposition, conjunction, square, sextile, trine, which are the major aspects. But um, in my own personal natal chart, I have so many conjunctions that I argue that um, it's not just because of my own personal experience, but I just, in general, I think they're a lot, they're very important <laughs> because it's, it's similar to an opposition, but it's like an extreme opposition because, um, basically it's, um, like, It's, it's like two signs that are, but once it's like, um, <laughs> how do I say this? So I'll, I'll use, uh, well, I'll use the full moon as an example. So Leo, the natural opposition would be Aquarius, but Neptune's in Pisces right now. And so is Mercury. And so and in conjunction is the opposing sign. And then one sign before or after that. So it's, um, 150 degrees. So it is kind of awkward because they don't have anything in common. Um, you know, with opposing signs, at least they have the same modality, which is like how the energy is expressed. But within conjunctions, the element's different, the modality's different. Um, different, uh, there's no, the polarities are different. So it's always a, a yin and a yang sign as well, or masculine or feminine. When I say that, I'm not referring to male or female. I'm talking about how the energy is expressed. So I just want to make that clear. But <laughs> um, So we have this extreme um, 
energy between Neptune and Pisces, which is, he's in his own sign, and conjunct the moon and Leo. And I also want to note, too, that Mercury is conjunct Neptune and Pisces. And Mercury's in detriment, meaning, excuse me, it's, um, it's in the opposite sign that it rules. That's what detriment means, so... For those of you, for those of you that don't know that, um, it's kind of it's a challenging thing for um, the planet. So, you know, Mercury rules Gemini and Virgo. It wants to be in those more analytical signs because that's where it feels comfortable. Pisces is all about intuition, and it's it's a water sign. It's about emotions, and Mercury doesn't like to deal with that, but. He doesn't have a choice in this matter, <laughs> being in Pisces. So, um, so it's interesting how we have this, the planet of Neptune, illusions, delusions, um, imagination, where all manifestations begin. It's that's like Neptune energy, or like every dream or idea that you want to bring into the real world it that's it first exists in the higher realms and that's neptune's energy so <clears throat> um so there's kind of this other theme going on of um you know the moon being in fixed leo so the moon is very passionate in leo very um dramatic and very creative extremely creative um so there's going to be, you know, a lot of people might feel that, like they might want to find a way to express themselves more like emotionally in a very passionate, fiery way and possibly artistic way, but it could be like anything, everything, <laughs> anything that you're passionate about. Um, and there's this in conjunction going on between, you know, the net. Neptune and Mercury conjunction, and so you're going to have like these big ideas and dreams, because again, it's it's Pisces, so Jupiter is involved, you know, big, big ideas and dreams, um, and plans, and, um, The other interesting thing is that um, Neptune is being is squaring Mars, and Mars is also trining because Mars is in Sagittarius right now. It's and Mars is also trining um, the Moon. So that's the other thing is that um, there's going to be a lot of passion and energy behind what you're wanting to do with this. Um, like lunar Leo energy to the point of just um, like be careful that <laughs> you don't like <laughs> mow, like kind of mow somebody over like <laughs> like uh, you know let your um, your passion get so strong that you like just yeah like want to like mow somebody over because it's like you know decent amount of fire going on here and also, um, 
you know, our tempers could be a little bit more heightened too. So just watch out for that. But it is a trine, so it's mostly positive. So, I mean, Mars is adding a lot of physical drive and it is in Sag. So there's a lot of, um, there's a decent amount of mental energy going on as well. Um, which is sort of coinciding with, you know, the Neptune and Mercury and Pisces. So there's like a lot of <clears throat> big, big planning going on, big visions with this full moon, um, whatever your this creative outlet is um, that you want to express yourself with. And... <clears throat> I'll go into that a little and you know, like in more detail in a little bit because um, the house position will be able to kind of explain that a little bit better if you have your natal chart that is but um getting back to Neptune and um, Neptune and Mercury conjunction um, squaring Mars there's um, there's kind of an element. I mean, squares are um, challenging because they provide, they create friction rather. So you do have these big ideas and, and whatnot. And so it's kind of like Mars is saying, go, 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 let's get this done. And then, Nep you know, with that square with Neptune and Mercury it might kind of drown out Mars a little bit because it'll kind of, that energy will, want you to kind of keep dreaming and that part of you like will want to just keep dreaming and then the Mars part of you is like let's go do it so there's that but um the positive is you know you can you can create really beautiful things I, I feel like with this energy like I feel like it's really great for artists anybody who's like involved in art right now and kind of has like creative career um, I feel like they're really going to be able to take advantage of this full moon um, so I want to get back to um, you know the the full moon opposition between the sun and the moon. Um, cause I talked about the moon a little bit and I also talked about the sun, but I want to talk about how the, and try to tie this all together a little bit. Um, because there's some natural tension with the full moon because it's, you know, what our ego wants versus what our needs are. So, what creates the extra complexity is that the moon is being ruled by the sun, which isn't always the case. So that creates like an extra level of complexity. So, um, so the sun, the ego is wanting to satisfy itself with like the group, um, the collective, the organ, like, Aquarius is about like group consciousness. So, and remember, um, to go, this is all tied in with, uh, that, 
uh, Saturn Jupiter Pluto conjunction. So that's and so we're talking about the boundaries and the demolition with Pluto being conjunct of boundaries and authority and the new perspectives and the new ideas with Jupiter being there. Um, so it's like the ego is wanting to, I f the way I feel this is manifesting is that the ego wants to kind of go out and these communities or these organizations or whatever group, maybe even the internet, who knows, and just kind of, <laughs> I feel like it's kind of like speaking out against like maybe the corruption and different organizations and people that specifically people that have power and authority because of, you know, Saturn and Pluto involved and Jupiter really, because Jupiter also rules authority. So yeah, I feel like that's really where it's going to be, um, um, focused. And then, but then like, um, there's this need with the moon and Leo to, so you have that going on, but there's this need with the moon where it's just to be passionate and expressive. And, uh, but then there's kind of like that because the moon is ruled by the sun. There's this underlying theme underneath the creative expression of personal, your personal authority, or rather maybe finding your personal authority through um, that Saturn-Pluto-Jupiter conjunction, um, your own personal authority and boundaries are being demolished or readjusted and transformed, and you're getting, like, new insights, new perspectives on how to do that, um, with Jupiter being involved. Because, like I said, the moon is being ruled by the sun, which is being ruled by the Saturn-Pluto-Jupiter um, conjunction. So, yes, there's tons of creative expression here going on. And you have, like, and again, remember, that's in conjunct Neptune. So there's this extreme need of wanting to have that outlet for um, personal expression. But underneath all of that, is this, or maybe even you could say maybe somehow through the creative expression, your, your authority, your boundaries are being reconstructed, transformed, and you're gaining new perspectives. But again, you know, it, you know, there's this natural tension between the sun and the moon being opposed. So, and Again, it's kind of like you're going to feel pulled to maybe um, like you might want to express this through, again, in the outside world, like trying to, with the sun being Aquarius, um, like focus this energy on other people when you also have to be remember that it's also about you because of the moon being in Leo. 
again, so yeah, it's we're gonna see both the continual themes of like authority being checked. Um, like something could happen just with that alone, like kind of the whole Me Too movement and stuff, like more things like that. But um, um so I kind of want to wrap this up with just talking a little bit like more specifically on where you might see this energy manifest specifically for you. If you know, if you have your natal chart and you've looked it up and you know a little bit about the houses and stuff, the houses are like different areas of life. Um, where you're going to see these themes playing out is where um, the moon and Leo is falling. So wherever your Leo house is, and then of course your Aquarius house with the sun, and then also your Capricorn house with that triple conjunction kind of ruling this whole overall theme, that's going to be playing a big part. And you're already, even just outside of this full moon, you're already experiencing like what I've talked about, like um, reconstruction of your boundaries and how you view authority and um, transformation and expansion and whatever house Capricorn rules for you personally. Um, but then, you know, it's probably going to be heightened with this full moon and more specifically, it's going to, that energy is going to kind of flood into the houses that where this opposition, this full moon opposition is going on between the sun and the moon. So again, whatever houses Aquarius and um, Leo rule, you're going to see these themes play out. And then lastly, you know, again, there's that Neptune and um, Mercury conjunction that's, yeah, I'm sorry, in, well, yeah, they're conjunct, but it's in conjuncting the moon and Leo. Um, that's where a lot of the creativity, the flow of creativity is going to be flowing into the moon. But, you know, it's not an easy flow. It's an in-conjunction, so it's extreme. So it's finding a, a balance be, between those energies. And, um, you know, with Pisces and Leo, they lots of times, a lot of... I feel like these energies can play out a lot, like, in in the creative space. So, like, but specifically, like, Hollywood, you know, you see a lot of actors that have Pisces and or Leo going on because they both work really well in that space. And so there's kind of this, I mean, they both are emotional, you know, too. So I guess that's one, one thing they kind of can find common ground on. Like, honestly, I'm still kind of, I'm always learning in, expanding on my own, but I've come to find that with each in conjuncting pair of signs, there's usually one thing that they can find common ground on where like oppositional signs can usually find like several things to find common ground on, um, in conjunctions, because again, it's like, they're so different. It's usually just one thing that they, um, they find common ground on, but 
I would say that um, maybe with Pisces and Leo is that they both have really big hearts. So maybe connecting to the heart chakra and letting that energy, this, this energy flow between the Neptune-Mercury conjunction and the Moon and Leo, that's probably, I'd say that's the best way to all this flow. But again, whatever house Neptune or Mercury's in, um, for you, the transiting Neptune-Mercury is where you're going to, that creative energy is going to be flowing to the moon, wherever the moon is. Transiting moon is in your chart. So, hopefully this has all made sense, and I hope this helps to anybody out there that is curious about this full moon. So, I guess I will go ahead and end it here, and I wish you all the best for this full moon, and wish you all love and light, and, and I like to say integrated darkness so that we don't get into polarities, because <laughs> you can't have the dark without the light, but um, yeah, this is uh, Dr. J signing off for the night. See ya.